The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. I don't have to show you how to stink and This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome everybody. It's hour two of the Salcedo Show, and I'm glad you have tuned into the program. Telephone number you want to weigh in is 888 It's good to see the left wing out on Twitter today, the big status defenders. Guys that, you know what, I I love the folks who don't even use their real name. Who want to come on to Twitter and and bash we conservatives who put out our opinions, what I believe are informed opinions, and we don't hide behind the cloak of anonymity. And I don't even know if some of these folks who hide behind the cloak of anonymity, even know the, the, the definition of the word anonymity. But that's what they do. Always fascinated by that. By the way, the Twitter handle, folks, at Chris Salcedo TX, at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X, as in Texas. Uh, it has happened again. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a multiple-time deportee has done the unspeakable. Writes Justin uh, Haskins here at The Blaze. An illegal alien who had been previously deported 20 times was arrested recently after having allegedly sexually assaulted two women in a stolen car. The man had been previously arrested by a sanctuary county in Oregon in 2016, and the police refused to notify ICE and then released him. Sergio Jose Martinez, age 31, was arrested July 24th in Portland, Oregon. Police say he's been accused of breaking into the home and sexually assaulting a 65-year-old woman. They're just here looking for a better life, folks. Stealing the woman's car and then sexually assaulting a second woman. KGW-TV reporting. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the federal agency that handles deportations, claims, despite Martinez's long history of violating local and federal laws. uh, What is it? Malt... Multnomah County Police released Martinez in 2016 without notifying ICE, which had filed an immigration detainer requesting authorities notify the agency before releasing Martinez. Multnomah County is a sanctuary county, which means it refuses to work with federal immigration officials to deport people illegally in the country. Folks, they won't even help deport illegal alien felons. The folks in 
Multnomah County, Portland, Oregon. They'll look at you with a straight face and say, illegal alien felons have every right to be in America as much as you do. This is why I oppose leftists like those in charge in Oregon. Now, the former Los Angeles mayor, Antonio Villaragosa, was speaking to an NBC affiliate. He's talking about Trump. By the way, he's a gubernatorial candidate, too, in, in California, which, uh, boy, they deserve each other. Uh, anyway, he's talking to this NBC reporter about Donald Trump and just how mean Donald Trump is as he's starting to enforce law. You know, there's a uh, story out of the state in which I broadcast. The CBS affiliate put it out. And, and they're lamenting the fact that there's a 40% increase in deportations here in the state of Texas. And that illegal aliens are living in fear. Illegal aliens. They're living in fear in the United States. Why should they be made easy in their illegality? I, I, I want to offer you all the premise that illegal aliens living in fear of being caught is a good thing. Be, of, of, now look, the only thing that's unfair is that it was allowed to get to this point in the first place. These laws should never have been ignored. These laws should never have been put aside for political considerations, but they were. It's why Donald Trump got elected as president. Because Americans are tired of people, of, of governments like Portland, Oregon, and that county in Oregon. Of cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco, San Diego, New York, Chicago. Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Houston. People are tired of these so-called elected leaders looking them square in the eye and saying, you know what? I'm not going to enforce the law. And by the way, if you do what this illegal alien felon does, you're going to jail as an American citizen. But the illegal alien felon gets his butt put back on the streets. And Americans said, yeah, enough of that. Done with that. Done with these elected officials who push this nonsense. Who say that, that the... 65-year-old woman and the second woman who were sexually raped by a 20-time deportee illegal alien felon were somehow beneath their, uh, their notice. Somehow beneath these left-wing politicians and law enforcement folks beneath their ability to protect or their desire to protect. America said... We want somebody different in there. So here is the former mayor of Los Angeles, Villaragosa, 
saying that, uh, you know, by enforcing the law, Trump is just being mean. Well, he called uh, the mayor of New York pathetic, oh, uh, but oh. uh, the policies uh, he's promoting, uh, more brutality. Uh, I don't know that Donald Trump is promoting brutality. I, I think what he's making reference there to, folks, is Donald Trump was joking about saying, hey, you know, these these illegal alien felons, don't be so gentle with them when they're putting them in the paddy wagon. Of course, he was joking. He wasn't mandating policy. Now, Villaraigosa is very offended when a rapist, illegal alien felon gets insulted by the president of the United States. Hey, you know, Antonio Villaraigosa, I understand who you're standing up for. I understand who the folks of Portland, Oregon are standing up for. I understand uh, the the leaders in Multoma County who they're standing up for. The rest of us are kind of in favor of American citizens and not having them raped by illegal alien felons who should have never been in the country to begin with. Uh, tactics that, frankly, undermine uh, police and community support uh, is the wrong way to go. Uh, we've seen here, and by the way, it wasn't just uh, MS-13 that started here. So did the 18th, 18th Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, so did the Bloods and the Crips started here. Did did you guys hear a, a hint of pride in that statement? Did, l- let me replay it again. Did you hear like some, hey, it wasn't just MS-13. L.A. and California can lay claim to a lot of these bloodthirsty gangs. Support uh, is the wrong way to go. Uh, we've seen here, and by the way, it wasn't just uh, MS-13 that started here. So did the 18th, 18th Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, so did the Bloods and the Crips started here. That's a point of pride. Um, <laughs> Antonio Villaraigosa, it makes sense to me that such bloodthirsty, out-of-control, lawless gangs started in your state. It makes perfect sense. You covet those qualities in the state of California. Uh, That's why we made gang crime such an important uh, issue uh, while I was mayor, and it's why we need to make it an issue across the country. Yeah, well, yeah, an issue. Didn't solve anything. It just got worse. You started creating new gangs. You started exporting gangs. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, we made it an issue, all right. We didn't solve anything, but we made it an issue. We ran on it. <laughs> We're going to stop the gang problem that we created. They never do. We made it an issue. Congratulations, Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa. Oh, I've got more of this. Be right back. It's Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. You're taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, but you can't just do it with law enforcement. You need to do it building community trust. One of the things that, that Chief Charlie Beck said in response was that, you know, that the successful 
raid that they did on MS-13 here in Los Angeles in May couldn't have happened without the cooperation of undocumented uh, witnesses and victims. So let me get this straight. Illegal aliens who populate MS-13, and, and there are some citizens in MS-13, don't get me wrong. We must have illegal aliens in the country so they can rat out gang members. Is that Antonio Villaraigosa's point? <laughs> that if the illegal aliens weren't here, we wouldn't be able to, to conduct law enforcement. We need illegal aliens to inform law enforcement. Because without them, nobody would talk to, to the cops. American citizens, it's abs- folks, it's patently absurd. But this is what passes. I mean, the, M- the NBC reporter is stroking his chin thoughtfully. Yes, yeah, so oh, you're making so much sense to me. This is nuts. Absolutely insane. Uh, the fact of the matter is not everybody in that gang uh, is uh, undocumented or immigrants. Many of them, uh, in fact, are, you know, uh, second or third generation Americans. So, so what? How does that justify illegal immigration? How does that justify opposing Donald Trump's crackdown on illegal immigration? And gangs. Uh, it, th- 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 these are just non sequiturs that are being made by the American left, desperate to thwart the rule of law for their own political gain. Antonio Villaraigosa wants to be elected in California. A lot of Latinos in California. And they don't, they're not really earnest in their checking out in California <laughs> about who is a citizen and who isn't because they regard illegals every bit as American citizens as you and I are. And it's a, it's a rather depraved outlook. And uh, I think we all agree that people that commit violent crimes ought to be deported, but no, no, we don't all agree, sir. With no due respect, Antonio Villaraigosa, we don't all agree. The folks up in Portland, Oregon, release 20-time deportee felons so they can go out and rape a couple of people. Or forget about the other violations he's been arrested for and released for in places like Oregon. No, we don't all agree. I says we need to deport this felon again. And Oregon says, we disagree and we're going to let him out. And then he goes out and rapes two women. So no, we don't all agree. Your folks in the left wing, Mr. Villaraigosa, they need to be made to understand that they are in the minority and the rest of the country does agree. And that those, those extremists, left wing extremists who are in charge, just like in Texas, ought to be made to pay a price. These women who were assaulted, they were assaulted because of left-wing politicians and sanctuary policies. Uh, Going after uh, the undocumented is not a crime status. They're illegal aliens, sir. They're not undocumented. They're illegal aliens. That's the code. If you're going to be a governor, I mean, you're... I mean, seriously, if you're going to be somebody in government, ought you not get the terminology correct? Uh, Going after... Uh, the undocumented is not a crime uh, strategy. When you look at the fact that according to the National Academy of Sciences, and I think it was in November of 2015, 
the undocumented immigrants commit less crimes than the native born. That's just a fact. I'm sure that fact is comforting to the 65-year-old woman who was raped and the other woman who was raped by Sergio Jose Martinez. Matter of fact, Villaraigosa, I want you to go to Oregon, sit in front of those women and say, there, there, just take comfort in the fact that illegal aliens perpetrate crimes like this at a far less rate than Americans. <laughs> yes, illegal aliens do crime, thus we must continue to uh, at a less rate than, than Americans, thus we must continue illegal immigration. Huh? Antonio Villaraigosa, let me ask you, uh, was crime conducted by Americans not enough, so you thought we ought to import more? Is that the reason why you justify illegal immigration? It, it is laughable. When you hear them say it out of their mouth, but see, the, CN, the, the NBC reporter there in L.A. was just, oh, yeah, this is, of course, that makes sense. Yes, of course, that makes sense. As if it justifies illegal immigration. Well, thankfully, there are people out there who look at this and go, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of Portland, Oregon. I'm ashamed of Multnomah County in Oregon. And the chairman of the Republican Party is apologizing to the rape victims on behalf of these left wingers who allowed those women to be sexually assaulted. War on women. You know, it's really our hearts go out to the latest victim of sanctuary policy here in Portland. This uh, this lady was assaulted in her own home. He broke in. He beat her brutally and raped her before going on to try to do it again later and was caught. But he was caught back in December uh, and released at that time, even though there were crimes, because he was given preferential treatment. Essentially in Oregon, our governor and the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, have created a protected class for illegal aliens that commit serious uh, crimes. Translation, if you and I did these things, we'd be in jail. But because Sergio Jose Martinez was an illegal alien, he gets special treatment so he can go out and rape. Hey, maybe they're working on letting him out again. This time he might kill an American. And that way, they could really claim to have done their job in Portland and in uh, Multnomah County. The GOP chairman continued to tell Fox, his name's Bill Courier, by the way, that the government of Oregon is violating federal law systematically. So ICE had logged an immigration detainer against Martinez, the, the criminal, the illegal criminal, right. in December, but was never notified. And this is what the county has to say about these ICE detainers and why they don't recognize them. They said this in a statement. But the sheriff's office does not hold people in county jails on ICE detainers or conduct any immigration enforcement actions. So that is the definition, effectively, of a sanctuary city. So you're saying basically the laws apply to, to, to legal immigrants, but not to, or to citizens, but not to illegals, so they're set free to com commit more crimes. Yep, they, they are now a protected class in Oregon, and that is being honored, that, that special protected class is being promoted by Governor Kate Brown, and in this case, uh, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. And it's against the law.
They are violating federal law, but they're still roaming free. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze, only on The Blaze Radio Network. They are now a protected class in Oregon, and that is being honored. That that special protected class is being promoted by Governor Kate Brown, and in this case, uh, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. It's based on an Oregon statute number 181A.820 that uh, basically says that state and now local resources, law enforcement resources, uh, cannot be used to apprehend or detect uh, someone whose only violation is their illegal presence in the country. They are actually misapplying this law because when someone has committed a crime, then they are supposed to cooperate with ICE. And even if they hadn't committed a crime, it's actually a violation of federal law for them to not cooperate yeah. on these ICE detainers because they're harboring a criminal. So not only are the left-wing leaders in Portland, Oregon, the state of Oregon and in the Portland area, are they violating local statutes, local laws in the state. They're violating federal laws, according to the Republican chairman, uh, Bill Courier, in basically ignoring the activities of the illegal alien felons simply because they're illegal. You know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this duplicity. Oh, you just don't like brown people. Well, I am a brown person, you idiot. And to sit there and say that we people of color, Latinos, blacks, whatever, are somehow uh, champions of violating the law or proponents of violating the law is, well, it's actually rather insulting. Look, we all know what's going on here. We all know why they do what they do. The issue is, why do they continue to be allowed to get away with it? Again, it's why Donald Trump was elected. The the state of Oregon, if there's any type of robust Republican presence there, or even some Democrats who don't at all like the lawlessness, like being made secondary to illegal aliens. They ought to look at passing a law that makes it illegal to, to treat illegal alien felons with kid gloves or with special treatment as Portland, Oregon apparently has and Multnomah County has. 20-time deportee felon and make no mistake ladies and gentlemen the official the, the so-called officials the leaders out in in oregon and in that county in that sanctuary county they have 
the rape of these two women on on their hands. He would not have been able to conduct those rapes and theft of that car had he not been in the United States. And if they had cooperated with ICE, you know, I hope I hope they're happy with themselves. And here's here's the way I think it would have went. They all get together, these these leftists, these left wingers, these statists get together and they pat each other on the back and maybe they talk about this case of Sergio Jose Martinez, you know, back in 2016 when they let him go. Yeah, I had a detainer on him, but boy, I showed Trump. Yeah, I showed those federal, those feds. Hey, they're not going to come in here and deport illegals. They're not going to come in here and tell us what to do. Look, look, at how, look at how we stuck it to Trump, this incoming president. Look how we stuck it to him. He campaigned on clamping down on sanctuary cities. Look at how we stuck it to Trump. But who did they end up sticking it to in the end? They ended up harming a 65-year-old woman and another woman because of their desire to say, oh, look at me. I'm not, I'm a liberal. I love illegal aliens, whether they commit crimes or not. I love them. I'm not a racist. I'll let an illegal alien felon go so we can rape somebody. Aren't I wonderful? It's about as much sense as what they do out there in Oregon. It makes that much sense. The entire state of California and these sanctuary cities all over the country, they're lawless. They are targeting you. American citizens so they can hobnob at cocktail parties and say, oh, I'm, I'm so, I'm so progressive. I, you know what? I, 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 I love brown people so much. So I'll even let felons out on the streets. I wouldn't do that for a white person. No, 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 no. seems to me racism on their part. And not only that, they're putting their own countrymen at risk so they can be, in their minds anyway, politically correct. And it's not even politically correct because there's nothing PC about violating the law. And there's nothing PC about letting, about letting an illegal alien felon go so he can commit more felonies. You know what that is? It's sick. It's demented. It's twisted. And it's an insult to America, a country predicated on the rule of law. It's an insult.
the people of Portland, not the people, the government of Portland, the government of Multnomah County, an insult to the United States. I'll be right back. The antidote to the Brian Williams press. The Chris Salcedo Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, welcome back, everybody. You thought I was only kidding, right? You know, in the talk radio business, it has been in the past that, you know, we're all in competition and we're all trying to get audience. We're all trying, you know, we're performers. We're, uh, we, we're informers, but we're also performers. But I meant what I said, that I think that, that absent a Republican Party, conservative talk is all we have left to get out information and to it actually listens to the grassroots. You can't go to John McCain. Can't go to Lindsey Graham. Can't go to Bob Corker. Can't go to Mitch McConnell. They blame us for giving you a voice. And they won't. So uh, the second talk show host we wanted to have on the program today, Brian Crabtree. Uh, as I said, fellow talk show host, contributor over there at townhall.com, daily caller as well. A rising and influential voice here in the United States. Uh, now, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. You are a millennial, are you not? Uh, I don't know. I'm more of a Gen X, just barely a Gen X. I think the first year. All right, I'm first on the cusp. You're on the cusp of millennial slash Gen X. Maybe a Gen Yer. Maybe. See, I'm I'm Gen X. So uh, it, it is it is good to have a kindred spirit, also multi generational, to talk about issues with. <laughs> Look, man, uh, we've been talking about uh, about this this case out in Oregon. I don't know if you saw it, but here's a guy, multiple time illegal alien felon, deportee, twenty times he's mm. deported, allowed to stay in the United States by progressives out in Oregon. He goes out after the 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 last time he was held in December. I says, can you hold him for us? Portland, Oregon says, ah, screw you. We're going to let him out. He goes out and rapes two women. One of them, a 65-year-old woman. And uh, I think, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think this is why Donald Trump got elected. We're tired of this crap. Oh, yeah, Chris, two points on that. Yeah, I'm familiar with the story. Think about it. Joe Arpaio, the nation's sheriff from Maricopa County, Arizona, is facing six months to 10 years for putting these kind of people behind bars or assisting in deporting them for following the law and the Constitution. This guy, 20 times and then some, breaks the law. He gets no penalty as of late. This, this is the double standard that exists in our country. I would also point out to your talk radio points that Donald Trump, one of the things he did in, in, in winning this, this race to the White House is that a year prior to coming down that escalator, he listened to talk radio shows all over the country. And one of his campaign staffers told me this. And he listened to what the callers, your callers, my callers, other callers said. And there seemed to be a consistent theme. And he made that his position and his policy. And that's what he keeps pushing in the White House. So Trump listened to talk radio. That seemed to echo, not the host as much, but the callers, what people were really concerned about. 
But these Mitch McConnell, Bob Corker, John McCain, Lindsey Graham types, they don't seem to think we're anything more but a bunch of blowhards. Well, it seems that the American people think otherwise. Yeah, and and I think that it shows that if we were to do a poll on popularity, not that popularity necessarily translates into substance, but just on the popularity angle, let's poll Congress and then let's poll talk radio, conservative talk radio. I bet you we win hands down. <laughs> well, probably so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I lived in a state where Lindsey Graham for, for 14 years, I, I was in some form of media in South Carolina, and it's amazing to most conservatives there, especially talk radio listeners, how he keeps getting reelected. But he has so much money and he just absolutely squashes all these other uh, people that try to rise up and even primary him. And that really speaks to the condition of the Republican Party is that you've got people like Lindsey Graham in bed with banks, in bed with lawyers, in bed with in bed with the big, uh, you know, big war complex, uh, you know, industrial complex kind of companies. And that's why when he wades into these issues such as health care. They're not a very big champion on those types of things because they're being paid off in campaign donations, which help keep them in office uh, more so than serving their constituents. Yeah, he's in bed with John McCain, too, which is an image I never wanted to have. But there you go. Uh, Brian Crabtree is a guest of mine here, folks. He's a talk show host, contributor over there at townhall.com and The Daily Caller as well. Uh, About that vote and about and we went off on John McCain when he tried to to say to hell with we in conservative talk radio. First off, I was I was I hastened to point out that his own daughter is part of the political punditry class over there on Fox News. So I was wondering if he was including her in his in his lambasting of of the medium. But about his despicable vote, if, if you look at what he did so-called heroically flew across the country to to open up the debate and then proceeded to vote down every single initiative that would have kept the repeal effort alive. Uh, what do you make of, of the likes of John McCain? Self-aggrandizement, self-righteousness, smug, arrogant. And I could say some words that might get you and I both in trouble, so I'll stop <laughs> there. Listen, he's using... His current unfortunate health situation as a political shield. It reminds me of the Captain Khan Gold Star Dad debacle with Trump from uh, back during the campaign. Take something tragic, use it to thrust yourself into the limelight because that's ultimately what drives a man like him. And on his way out of the Senate, presumably, unless some miracle happens with his health, he's going to use that to try to get even more attention. He knows he'll never be president, of course. But he wants to go out with whatever legacy he perceives. And it's really sickening. It's disgusting. And, and it's sad that so many people are afraid, due to the, the political correctness of our day and time, to step into it and say this man has never been any good for the, for the constituents of Arizona. He certainly has been bad for the country. And now he's going to use a, a terrible disease that he has to come waltz into Congress and put all the spotlights on him. It, it, it's really very childish is what it is. And it's, it's something that that I don't even think prior to seeing it happen and have it play out, I would have expected he would do. Yeah, well, you know, and I got to say, and you mentioned legacy for John McCain. I think his legacy legacy will be this. There has never been a, a legislator that stabbed his own party in the back more often. There was never a legislator who did more harm to the country uh, than, than John McCain, a man who distinguished himself in uniform, but 
but was a disgrace to the United States as a senator. I think that will be his legacy. And I think he sees it differently. I don't think he cares what you and I think, nor your audience. I, I think his audience is somewhat the MSNBC Morning Joe so-called conservative but not really crowd. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of who he that's kind of who he aligns with. And I think when when that's the crowd that you're seeking the attention and seeking the the praise from, then I guess he's the, he's the maverick they all call him. But when gotcha. you really talk about what impact he's having positively for the nation and for the people that make this country function and work, he's been destructive as hell. Brian Crabtree, everybody, talk show host, contributor over there at Town Hall and Daily Caller, sir. Appreciate you coming on the show today. Really do. Thank you very much. Great, great to be with you. You betcha. Hey, folks, remember, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Have yourselves a grand day back here tomorrow for Hump Day. And this very same Blaze Radio Network. We'll see you then. 888-900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network.